Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 8th of August, 2013. This is uh, Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined by Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And this week, we are joined by a cast of characters so long that I'm scared to name them all in case I miss a few. <laughs> We're going to be starting the show uh, with uh, Christine Sashinger. She's uh, fresh back from DEFCON, from DEFCON in Las Vegas, and... Uh, well, no trip to DEFCON would be complete without some scary stories, so we got some scary stories coming up for you. After Christine, we're going to be joined by Ms. Shelsonson ross She's going to be helping us, uh, you know, sort of take apart what happened about the Facebook algorithm, uh, the Facebook announcement this week or last week. And uh, rounding out our hour, we have, check us out, we have Kim Krosberg, Chris Boggs, and Jim Boykin joining us. Uh... We're celebrating the 15th anniversary of the Creative Site Forums. And Dave, that means we don't have a heck of a lot of time to do a news segment. We do not. Uh, but there's something we've got to talk about. We can't let this one go past. Uh, <laughs> earlier this week, Matt Cutts uh, released a video. And to sum it up, it basically says, if you got bad links to your site, don't worry about it. Just disavow them. Why not? That's it. Well, just, yep, snack, snack, they're going away. I've seen that go well so many times. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's break this down a little bit. First off, why are we talking with derision about this video? Like, you can hear it in uh, our voices. We think it's silly, but, but why, Dave? Uh, well, to me, I think this was an oversimplification. In, in some ways, I do oddly kind of feel sorry for Matt in this one, but I think it was, it was stupidity and oversight on the part of, of Matt and then on the part of Google to actually let this video go out. Um, and to me, it's just inherent in the question. They uh, you know, said, I tried to take them down and then disavowed, but a lot of the talk and the way he simplified the answer um, so much really lended itself to a sort of belief, and I could almost hear some of my clients in, in my head um, who, who wouldn't know what not to do going, why are you going through all this effort, Dave? Just disavow them. Um, you know, and, and the, way, the way it was worded just was so simplified, and so, yeah, just, just disavow your links and you'll be all good. There's so many cases we know of already where that doesn't work. <laughs> we know that doesn't work at this point. Um, but I think Matt knew in his head what he was answering, and then the words just weren't coming out his mouth right. Uh, and, and somehow it passed through Google, and uh, I think it's going to end up leading uh, a lot of webmasters astray, and I'm expecting to get sent this video from clients um, going, why are we doing all this effort? See, we don't have to. Um, and, no, it's and, funny, man. Uh, it's really funny. Some things stick in the minds of clients, and some things don't. Okay, like, all the advice <laughs> I give them, that's what it's not to stick in their minds, but things like keywords and the disavowal tool. <laughs> it's front and center. They can, they can stick those. <laughs> uh, I haven't actually watched the entire video. I saw I, I was alerted to this about half an hour ago while we were preparing for the show, and I watched a few seconds of the video, and I get the same impression. Um, the fellow who asked the question did stress that he tried a number of things, a number of methods of dealing with 
a particular link before he asks the question. And I think what gets the reaction was just how casual Matt was was about it. You know, yeah. it, it almost came off like he's like, well, don't research. Like, seriously, just just get rid of it. And here, do this, like, T-Rex imitation. Um, <laughs> and that seemed like a really incomplete answer. I'm pretty sure we're going to see a follow-up on that one. I really hope we're going to see a follow-up on that one, Mr. Cuts. Because um, I know just by mentioning your name, we we trigger the auto, the, the bot message. Um <laughs> Just say Google or uh, Matt Cuts on Webmaster Radio, and I guarantee it's like the NSA. You trooper. Um, what are their little spy devices? <laughs> oh, I think Google has more personal information than the NSA does. Let's. <laughs> they might, they might not. I don't know if I said this on air last week. I'm going to say it again. I think the American taxpayer shouldn't have to bear the cost of the, N- of the NSA spy on every electronic signal. I think that the NSA should be run as a for-profit organization, and they should serve up contextual advertising based on what they know about <laughs> my conversations. Yep. Oh, that would be a frightening set of ads, Mr. Hedger. <laughs> it, might be, it might not be. I mean, like, it beats Samsung ads like he's getting now. <laughs> it's stick, it's Samsung and stick dives. I have no idea why. Um, <laughs> We'll we'll momentarily, and and we'll end up having to save it. We'll get a chance to chat about some new advertising uh, that that you'll be being fed up on uh, in the not future. And I think that's going to tie in nicely with with some of the information we're going to have from from some changes over at Facebook. We Uh, will. And and you know know I love Facebook advertising, so... (laughs) You know what? I like like Facebook advertising because of Dan Thies. (laughs) Okay. Believe it or not, Dan, I was having a conversation with him, uh, it had to be about two months ago, and he he gave me, he, or he, in this conversation, it was, it was actually one of the um, SEO Dojo hangouts, and in this hangout, he outlined the amount of versions he's getting from two out of a 50-word campaign, but two of them at Facebook are just killing it, and he's found no cheaper form of advertising. And that made me rethink about maybe it's not how I'm using Facebook. Sorry, maybe it's not the use of Facebook, but how I'm using it. That was the problem. You know? Right. Right. I mean, and and that is a great point. And it's all about volume, right? I mean, you you look at, can I get more traffic from Google? Sure you can. But if you have $1,000, can you get more traffic from Google? Probably not. (laughs) At the end of the day, we all have fixed budgets. No, no, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. It comes down to your targeting. It comes down to studying user behaviors, studying your stats, and the the, the, the stats that Facebook gives you are kind of archaic. But um, yeah, and you know what? It comes down to listening to guys like Dan Thieves and uh, Dave. Seriously, like he was in the game before we were. So Dan Thieves oh, yeah. said it works this way. I listen. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a really bright guy. Okay, speaking of really bright people, there's no better segue. I, I wish we had a better segue. We don't. Christine Sashinger has just joined us here on uh, Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's uh, eight minutes past the hour. I was hoping to have her on at seven minutes past the hour. We're really down. Because, Christine, welcome to Webcology. You were just at DEF CON. I was. And Bullcat. How are you guys? Um, good. Kind of scared. I mean, can you hear me? Oh, we can hear you. <laughs> we can hear you. Now, there's something almost mystic 
about the DEF CON conference. Uh, in 25 words or less, what is DEF CON? Oh, gosh, 25 words or less. Um, <laughs> DEF CON, uh, I'm going to use the uh, just the generic term, is a quote-unquote hacking conference. Um, it's, in my mind, it brings the best minds in the world together for uh, a few days of um, craziness, uh, ponage, a little scariness, and um, a lot of uh, kind of fun and excitement. It has uh, many, many layers to DEF CON, everything from uh, uh, you know, learning what the uh, exploits are uh, to a uh, cryptology contest to uh, adult pickle off. So it's a very interesting conference. Okay. Now, one of the things that came out of DEF CON, um, there used to be a sort of unwritten, loose, cooperative alliance between a school of, of hackers and the U.S. intelligence services. And let's face it, we all love freedom. We all, you know, we all, we all love uh, Western society, and and we this is our this is our home, right? So there was a there was a loose agreement between U.S. security services and uh, a, a, a subset of hackers. That's been broken in the last uh, in the last few months. That came up at DEF CON, did it not? Um, it it did um, in the sense that uh, the head of uh, DEF CON's Dark Tangent asked that the uh, feds maybe take a break this year, but of course several people were still there. So I asked one how they interpreted that, and uh, they interpreted it in a very traditional DEF CON style, which is in many talks and many ways they. I mean, you continually as a don't be a dick. So if you wanted to attend to uh, get, you know, attend the sessions, to hang, you know, to blend, to be part of things, that probably wasn't going to be a problem. Uh, but don't come in to uh, recruit, to uh, to uh, gather intelligence, to try to, uh, you, know, um, you know, you know, the traditional reasons that someone might go to that that aren't friendly. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that honor system works, as we know how the NSA is so good about respecting <laughs> privacy and such. Um, okay, Christine, give me your top three. What What did you take away from DEF CON? What are some things that webmasters should know about? Well, uh, a couple of things. One, that uh, HTML is no longer a markup language. It's more of a grammatic language, so it creates a whole new attack surface for your website. Uh, something called the um, you know the pixel attack um, that you can be attacked in your entire company through lacking uh, firmware updates on something like printer, and then uh, something as simple as an advertising network maybe delivering malware into your website and attacking your users and getting you that good old Google you've got malware warning, um, and then uh, finally there's a little tricks to the trade too which can avoid the scams altogether so. If you're not up to the gate on security and how these things can happen on your site, you can find yourself out of the rankings or with the malware warnings on your site um, and uh, have no idea why. So it's important for uh, people that have websites to work in SEO to at least understand how these things work. Well, let's go back to your first one. HTML, hypertext markup language, is in fact a vulnerability. It's, it's what I'm sorry, last part. Out. HTML is a vulnerability, or constitutes a vulnerability. It is now. HTML5 is no longer just a markup language. Whereas before, you, you know, there were some things you could do. Um, there are much more now that you can do because 
of its ability to the coding language. Okay. Um, what are well, I mean, HTML is the HTML5, I should say, is uh, trying to blend XML into AJAX and HTML into the coding language. Um, and again, that leaves a, a lot more opening. Um, what is pixel attack? One pixel attack. It uses um, the timing of the browser to get in there and render out everything that is rendered on the page. So that includes very vital um, information, um, you know, things like passwords, things of nature. Um, okay. So uh, it's, a, it's kind of complicated and it's very slow. But... Um, but uh, it it does, it is allows somebody over time to get to grasp whatever is on uh, some page other than that. It's just a pixel in the uh, in the HTML file layer. Okay, we are uh, Christine. We're having a a difficult connection with you. Sometimes it's a little bit hard to hear what you're saying. Um, so if I, so for, for the listeners, I apologize. We'll try to get this cleaned up for the podcast. Um, Christine, botnets. I know that botnets are a, uh, a constant source of, uh, of fun, delight, and also um, consternation at, uh, at DEF CON. Did you come away from DEF CON with any more news about botnets? I love I botnets. I hate them. <laughs> I did. I'm part- <laughs> Part of the problem hearing me, maybe I'm still have a loss of voice from the conference, so I apologize. Um, there is an easy way to turn uh, botnets, uh, uh, turn your websites into botnets using advertising networks. Um, so you may have a perfectly good website, you may have no issues, you may have locked down your security, but if you're putting advertising on your website, you're opening up a portal for people to drop whatever they want. As long as they can write it in a JavaScript or pull it in in a in a file, um, they can drop it into their website and they can create an attack. So your users can walk away with malware, uh, viruses, um, or they can turn your websites into botnets or create a DDoS attack uh, through this open window that you've locked put on your site by putting the advertising on there. So uh, and then. They're able to, uh, browsers have restrictions about how many connections they can make. It's just a feature. Uh, they can break that and go from 6 to 400. So they can turn your little web browser into a powerful little machine of, uh, you know, attack machine. So. Well, I guess that, that leads me to two, two uh, separate but similar questions. One, what's the webmaster supposed to do? To how, how should they be aware and protect themselves? And two... How is the user supposed to be aware and protect themselves? The user has an easier way to protect themselves. Ad blocking software is probably the best way. Uh, blocking the ads or blocking the malicious scripts. Um, the webmaster, it's a little tougher. Most of those advertising networks come through in you know things like iframes, uh, where you wouldn't be seeing the scripts, correct? So, um, so you have to know which advertising network you're working with. Some do handle these things, so make sure to work with the ones that do. Um, otherwise, you're going to have to be on guard and to make sure that you are finding a way to scan those boxes yourself for uh, those issues. Okay. Um, 
we're uh, we're coming towards the end of the segment. One thing I one thing I said in the intro, and I, I really don't want to just listeners I feel terrible about that, but no trip to DefCon would be complete without well, without having the bejesus scared out of you some way or another. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Christine. What there had to be something there that just triggered you, uh, something that scared you. What, what was it? Well, I jokingly called it the Moore's Law of Hacking, quote unquote. Um, with the power of things like Hadoop, um, you no longer need like a thousand bots to attack. You no longer need ten thousand computers turned on. Uh, one of the ones they showed was a guy could scan with his scanner. Um, for vulnerabilities and found them in 300,000 websites in about 30 seconds and with his SQL injector program could infect all those at the same time within about 30 seconds. So the power that we have now with the cloud and and things like Hadoop um, enable people to do much more damage much more quickly with just one person. So... um, (laughs) Okay, I, I, I gotta clarify something here. Did I just hear you right? Uh, you did. And that, of course, oh. you know, that, but that doesn't much scare me as you can protect. That's the really scary stuff to me, of course, it would be, as you know, because I write about it all the time, is privacy and surveillance of uh, citizens and um, people. So, but that's another whole big subject. <laughs> yeah, that's but a this, whole show in and of itself. Yeah, but just the exploits themselves. The power is getting so much stronger, so much quicker that um, someone can do massive amounts uh, with this uh, simple thing. It doesn't take someone uh, to do a lot of stuff, and there are a lot of tools out there to create the attacks. You don't have to be the super brain. You just have to have the idea. Christine, you're, you're known as an SEO and a, uh, a server expert. Like, what would bring somebody like you to DEF CON? What were you doing there? Why is it important for SEO to know stuff? Because, uh, in my opinion, one, I originally got interested because we had a client that got um, proxy jacked. I will not explain it. You guys know what it is. But Mm -hmm. a website could be taken out of the index in in two days and never return. You can't get back from a proxy jack very often. And uh, Google had talked to Matt Cutts about it, and and they know about it, but there's no way to, um, in their words, to get rid of it. So they just hush-hush it. Um, but that's the thing. If you have an SEO and you don't understand how your site can be taken out of the rankings, can be damaged, can be used by nefarious sorts to sell other things like Viagra, go to doc, site.gov, Viagra, watch how many government sites are selling it now. Um, <laughs> 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 and you don't know what you're looking at when you're looking through the analytics to try to find what happened to a site. Maybe Panda and Penguin, sure, usually is. Not always. Um, so if you don't understand the negative things that can happen, especially in highly competitive market markets where um, some call it negative SEO, I call it competitive leveling, uh, where someone can do your site, <laughs> right? Then um, then you're missing out on a big part of what uh, I believe in our in our industry you should understand that can happen to you. So. Now, Christine, not every webmaster, not every SEO has these uh, has the expertise to to solve the problem, but I think we all have the expertise to spot these problems. Um, if somebody does spot a problem with their website and you know has no other solution, can they turn to, uh, to a practitioner like yourself or other practitioners to, you know, to get assistance or to get service? 
Well, that's why we um, launched uh, the new company, which doesn't have a website yet, <laughs> The Vetters, which is the idea is we can bring top professionals in from different areas that we don't necessarily cover. So what we do is we have security professionals from things like Black Cat, DEF CON, that side, who uh, can come in and, and fix those issues for somebody, do a security audit, and uh, make sure that everything's taken care of. And then the SEO side, we can fix everything on that side. Well, there you go, folks. Um, Kristen Schaffinger, I got to thank you um, for putting us in on uh, on your experience at DEF CON for being, and just for being the all around you know go person in the industry for this type of issues. Christine, thank you so much for joining us. Eh? Thank you for having me, guys. Hope I can get you to the DEF CON. <laughs> now, Dave, there you go. See what Christine said. <laughs> Government sites are selling Viagra. I don't see why the NSA shouldn't be doing contextual advertising. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be jealous if I was them. Okay, so uh, U.S. government, there's just a, a, a quick note from your friends here at Webmaster Radio. If you want help setting up the, the contextual advertising program, give us a call. We know the experts. And uh, friends, we have another expert, a social media expert, coming up directly after these messages. Nelson Ross from Firestarter Media is gonna, Social Media is going to be joining us here on Webcology to explain the changes to Facebook's newsfeed algorithm. But before we can get to Michelle, we got to get to these commercials. Listen to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. Back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. It's time to saddle up. 
with the Search Cowboys. The Search Cowboys will round up search engine marketing, social media, and more. Search Cowboys. On demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined as always by Dave Davies from Beanstalk SCA. And we're joined by a very, very special guest, Michelle Simpson Ross, uh, founder and CEO of Firestarter Social Media. Michelle, welcome to Webcology. Greetings, thank you. Uh, we, have, we have a much clearer connection. Um, Facebook. We uh, we're 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 out of time, um, so we're gonna have to go through this as fast as we possibly can. We've probably got about ten to fifteen minutes in this segment. Um, Facebook made a major announcement. Uh, I guess it was I guess it was actually late last week. Not I was gonna say early this week, but um, uh, it was it was on Tuesday. Okay, so it was, it was. this week. Facebook's newsfeed algorithm has changed. Um, is this one of those, oh my god, Facebook has changed, it's all gone to hell moments? No, not really. This this algorithm change doesn't affect the um, layout of Facebook at all. So I think most, your average user won't notice it. What will users notice? What will users notice? Hopefully, yeah. at least according to Facebook, users will find more relevant, more um, posts, pictures, comments that matter to them. Uh, one of the things that the algorithm will be doing is pushing older um, posts back toward the top. If they're getting a lot of engagement and shares and that kind of thing, giving them an opportunity to um, see something that they might have missed but they would have important had they just scrolled down a little bit further. So going forward, I mean, it, it seems to me that um, the Facebook here is sort of treating uh, the likes and shares, and fair enough, um, you know, the way Google treats, uh, treats links, right? The, the more of them you have, the, the more popular you should be, and, and so everybody who is friends with must want to see this more than more than everything else. Is Can we see that this is, is a, an area of, of high potential abuse then going forward? Um, you know, a resurgence in, in purchasing of, of lights and shares and things like that so that your groupings of people will, will start to see your um, your posts and your information more often. That's certainly a possibility. I would think that it's going to encourage a significant number of um, Facebook page owners to definitely click those promote this post and skip the whole algorithm entirely in order to get the eyeballs on their stock. Oh, okay. So, I mean, well, well, it's being presented then as a very, um, you know, this, you know, fair enough, companies do this. Um, you know, this is to, to get more relevant news out there, and it might do that. You see it more as a, a, a play for money, right? And you know, I use those promoted posts. They work well, so, you know, fine for them. Um, but more a, hey, you can't compete on, on number of shares and likes. Why don't you just give us 15, 20 bucks and call it a day? Well, that's certainly one way to 
to save some headaches, just shell out some quant. Obviously, you know, hey, Facebook is now a popular company. They got to make money somehow. <laughs> well, I guess that begs the question: Is this is it the means of Facebook seeing somehow seeing more revenues? Obviously, yes, it is. Of course, that's not what Facebook says. It's all about Facebook. Will always tell you, hey. We're just trying to give the users a better experience. We want to make sure that the posts that they care about, they're not missing. And yes, from what I've read of how the algorithm works, I can see from a user standpoint how it might enhance their newsfeed. Uh, what users don't tend to understand is that they already have a lot of control over their use newsfeed as to um, how they filter it themselves. They can tell. Um, but no, I don't want posts from this person because all they post is junk. Yes, please make sure that this page is in my newsfeed. Uh, users have a lot of control outside of the algorithm. And obviously their habits and behaviors also affect how the algorithm interprets what's important to them. Okay, now Michelle, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you the exact same question I ask my social media people, okay? Right. <laughs> um, I'm really concerned about getting client messages onto as many relevant news feeds as possible. <laughs> like, that's what I care about. I don't care if that picture of a cat that was put up at 4.30 in the morning comes up again. I care that <laughs> client messages come up. How do, how do we affect the algorithm? Do, do we have any control of it? Is there anything we do? Do we have any recourse organically aside from spending money? Yes. Yeah. We do. They're called employees. <laughs> um, I think in, in the near term, it's going to become even more and more important that um, businesses marketing on Facebook take advantage of the fact that they have employees. They have people on their staff that are already active on Facebook. They need to put together a really solid social media policy that encourages their staff to share, like, comment, and encourages them to do it as often as possible. They need them even more now never. Okay, I mean, but that's that strategy um, before the algorithm shift. Get your employees, get your friends, get anybody who is in any way concerned about your business to help distribute your message. Yeah. Yeah, but this particular change, getting that um, post where an older post gets bumped up to the top of the news feed because of the activity on that post, it's going to be even more important from an organic um, community management perspective that you make sure that people in the know are participating and giving it that chance to get bumped. Okay, now this this has to help George Takai, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. George Takai is already... George Takai owns the algorithm. <laughs> yeah, he's already the king of Facebook, but no. Um... So would that actually would that be positive advice? Um, now Takai does use uh, Facebook as a platform for um, um, LBGT. I think I got the acronym right. LBGT uh, advocacy. 
but he also uses it for humor. Um, is that a well, almost a silly question to ask, given we're talking about uh, arguably the most successful Facebook user of all time, but is Takai's strategy sound for business? Use it for, for advocacy or your, your, your message, and also a healthy dose of humor. His strategy certainly is very sound for Facebook. Um, I know that from a page owner perspective, sorry about getting some tied, um, it does cause a little bit of concern because I'm sorry, but my latest rollout of this new update to your software that I know you really need, yeah, it's not really all that entertaining, but you don't want to miss getting a discount on your upgrade, man. So, at, you know, there's a yin and a yang to this. Yes, you need to, if you can, be entertaining. Obviously, that's what Facebookers, Facebook users are there for, is to be entertained, to enjoy themselves, to kick back or relax a little bit. But if you really need to get a message out, then you need to be getting a lot of engagement on it. And if it's really super important, you need to go ahead and spend the money. Okay. Now, we started, you, you, you started the show by saying most Facebook users won't see anything different. And I, I guess I'm wondering, if that's the case, why do you think Facebook needed a full press conference? They made a press event out of this. Um. They made a press event out of this because over time, people have, and businesses in particular, have asked Facebook, please, you know, Google tells us when when they're making a change to the algorithm and what they expect for it to do, we need more information from you. And so overall, Facebook has announced we are going to start updating our blog regularly when we make changes to the algorithm to let you know what it's doing, how you need to maybe take into account the changes, that kind of thing. So this just happened to be the first announcement in what will probably be many. Oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. So social media-focused businesses, um, businesses that are, are catering to um, you know, serving other businesses in, in social media management or social media profile creation, they're about to get busier. Is, is that a safe assumption? Uh, that is a very safe assumption, especially when you take into account the need to really dial in some good ad targeting and make sure that you know you're either doing promoted posts, which I've noticed we may be getting some more changes to promoted posts as well, and that we can target those a bit now rather than just spend money blindly. We actually target those posts when we miss them. So. There's more enhancement on the paid side for businesses, and I think overall it's important that businesses have the right talent creating those ads and posts so that it's money well spent. Um, okay. That, uh, uh, you know, the, the problem is I'm left with a whole bunch of questions I want to ask you, and a very, very, very quickly closing time slot to them in. So, uh, Michelle, what we're going to have to do is have you back on the show again in a couple of weeks. Um, we got to go to a break in a few moments. Uh, before we go, is there anything on Facebook that you just need to know? Uh, for the moment, I think I've covered it. Keep your eyes out on the blog. I may be writing more about this in the next few days. 
Excellent. Uh, you know what? Dave wanted to ask the question the graph search. I really wish we could get it in. We'll have to bring it back up probably next week, week after. Michelle Simpson, Rock, Firestar Digital Media. Thanks so much for joining us on Webcology. Absolutely a pleasure. Thank you. Okay, Dave, we are, we're going to have to go to break now. I think it's a smart time to take a break rather than uh, interrupt the next segment because in the next segment, we're celebrating a birthday today. The 15th anniversary, well, it's not today, it's uh, sometime in this couple of days. Well, we'll have them explain it to us because they're much smarter than we are. Um, we're going to be joined by Ken Pressburg, Jim Boykin, and Chris Box, all from the Internet Marketing Ninjas. Uh, Kim Rosberg was the original founder of Creative Site Farms. It turns 15 this week. And, and they're going to be joining us in the next segment. But until then, on behalf of Dave Dave from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Ways Media. You're listening to Webology on webmasterradio.fm. We're coming back with Chris Boggs, Jim Boykin, and Kim Rosberg here on Webmaster Radio. Stay tuned. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Are your online campaigns getting more clicks than conversions? Then you need to sign up for Conversion Conferences 2013, happening September 30th through October 2nd in Boston. If you want to start increasing revenue and stop wasting money, you ought to be at Conversion Conferences 2013. Discover why Conversion Conference was selected as one of 2013's must-attend conferences by Under 30 CEO and why over 900 leading companies send their marketing teams, web designers, and executives. What's more, webmasterradio.fm listeners get a 10% discount on their pass. Simply register online at conversionconference.com with promo code WMFM or click through the Conversion Conference banners on the webmasterradio.fm website. Wouldn't it be nice to invest less and convert more? See you at Conversion Conference East 2013 in Boston, September 30th through October 2nd. Sign up with promo code WMFM for 10% off registration right now at conversionconference.com. Exploring the latest trends and topics in e-commerce and affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Wire. On demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. 
Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm from Delaway's Media. This is Jim Hedger, joined by Dave Dish from Beanstalk SEO, and Dave and I are joined by, uh, well, you know, I, I was going to say internet royalty, but that, that, that's, that's not, an, I love these people. We're joined by family. We're joined by Kim Krausberg, Chris Bogues, Jim Boykin, all from the Internet Marketing Ninjas. Uh, Jim, Chris, and Kim, welcome to Webcology. Hi, Jim. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Jim. Thanks. Hey, Dave. Okay, hey, now, guys. We've, uh, we got these characters together today because, uh, well, because of something Kim did 50, a decade and a half ago. Kim, it's the uh, 15th anniversary sometime around now. I don't necessarily today, but sometime around now of your form, one of the original SEO forms, Create Site. Congratulations. Kim or Jim? Jim. Oh, oh Jim. sorry, I thought you said Jim. It's going to get confusing. Thank, no, you, you, thank you very it. much. You bought it. It's, yeah, Jim bought it. <laughs> I founded it, but I still get to be admin and, um, you know, business as usual. We just have a very um, wonderful owner, which is Jim Boyle. <laughs> well, well, thank you. I, I want to jump to Jim. I want to talk about... Um, uh, what's happened since he's acquired uh, Creative Site. But, but before we do, let's, let's do a little bit of history. What was Creative... The first day, when you opened it, a decade and a half ago, oh my goodness, a decade and a half ago, what was it? What did you do? Why would you start something that would take the next 15 years of your life? <laughs> I didn't know at the time it was going to take the next 15 years of my life. Um, <laughs> I had no plan at all. I just started at the time I was I had my my site create PC, and at, you know there were um, e groups and Yahoo clubs and stuff. So I decided, what the heck? I'm just going to start a little club. And at the time I was um, doing SEO work, and I wanted to be able to share what I knew and network with people. And so that's how it started out. It was just a really small club. And in, in 2002, it had enough people um, who noticed it, like um, Jill Whalen and Ammon, um, John um, Akabaknight, and other people, and they're like, you should just, you know, make this a real forum. So that was when it became Creative Site Forms. Okay, and from there, it grew very quickly. Some of the uh, some of the most well-known names in the SEO uh and SEM fields have spent time in the forums. Um, Chris Bogues, you were one of the one of the first people to hang out and create a site. Um, I actually was in there way back when. I was a bit of a lurker create a site. My uh, primary forum uh, domicile was uh, Search Engine Watch Forum the day mm-hmm. when I was a moderator there. Uh, but I've obviously um, uh, long benefited from the conversations and the community at CreatorSite. Uh, you know, Kim and I, one of the things that we share most closely, and I know that Jim also agrees with this, is that there's a, you know, inseparable bond between user experience and SEO if it's done right. So, uh, you know, over the years, I think that we've only further proven that through our interactions and also through some of the stuff that I've read at Creative Site. In the early days, uh, I guess we could also say the same for the Search Engine Watch forums, but in the early days, what did forums like Creative Site Search Engine Watch, I help you. Um, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember what Jill Whalen's form, uh, high-ranking high form. Ranking. Um, and, and a few others that were out there. 
in the early Jim days of the, of, the, of the SEO field? How did they, how did they serve us? Uh, they, Go ahead. Uh, yeah, um, I think everybody found a little bit of something for themselves, uh, but it was a great place to go and either ask questions or for if you were a little bit more skilled, you would go in and you would respond and answer questions, and that helped establish your expertise, and a lot of people launched their careers just through um, helping out at forums. I mean, Rand Fishkin was a moderator at Create. Um I, there's just so Who's many that? people that I could list, and I mean, look at where Rand so Rand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And uh, <clears throat> so no, I, no. I just, I mean, yeah, it's two inches zone. You kind of you know go where you feel the community feels good to you. Now, in the last couple hey, of Jim, years, I, I would love to hear if you don't mind. Can I hear Jim <laughs> Boykin's answer to that question too? For sure, absolutely. You know, I I personally, I love forums. I I grew up in the SEO world um, on forums. I know that Create Site was already a legend when I was involved in forums. Um, You know, it it is a great place to get an education and where there's great people there that are willing to answer your questions and to help along. and, And there's just so much knowledge within the forums. And um, yeah, I, I congratulate Kim on, on, on running Creative Site for 15 years. It's uh, it's just amazing, and you know I'm I'm super excited to be able to uh, to to help to take create Creative Site with a new level here within the future. You know, Jim, you, you bring to light something, and I, I'm going to ask, and, and to all three of you, as as people who've been heavy into forums, um, and oftentimes I'll get from clients or prospects or, or just people asking me, you know, which forums should I visit, etc. But how do you tell? I mean, you, you bring up a great point in the, there's some outstanding information. I mean, certainly even notwithstanding the people we've talked about on this show and, and yourselves in, in these forums, but how do you tell the good from that? What advice do I give to somebody asking me, hey, who should I listen to in this forum or how do I figure out what to do? There's so much bad advice and then there's so much outstanding advice. What are the, your sort of go-tos in regards to who should you pay attention to? You have to take that one first. That's a very, and I, if I put my Sempo uh, German hat on, I could be extremely <laughs> careful here. Um, so, um, I think that there's an obvious common sense, right? If someone seems to be simply repeating someone else or they have very few posts and seem to have zero reputation or, um, you know, there's obvious triggers. Uh, but if it seems like two pretty legitimate or three pretty legitimate opinions, uh, that's where, you know, unfortunately, the forms can't answer everything for you and you want to actually pay someone to give you advice to help your business as opposed to just looking for it in the forms. Yeah, I know yeah. that's a bad answer to that question, but to me, that's... Well, that's it is, it is better than, than going online and, and reading old posts. You know, like, you know, you're getting... Getting instant feedback uh, that's going to be current to your questions, and, and yes, you know, not everyone is going to give a uh, a, a five star answer, and, and part of it is, you know, you you know, you ask enough questions, you get enough responses, you start. The more you're involved within the forum, the more you start to see 
uh, who are the people that participate a lot and also tend to have a lot of knowledge as well. So, you know, when, when you're, uh, in a sense, like at home within a forum, you, you do start to recognize names uh, that are giving advice and you, you start to know those who you can trust and, um, and, and give their, uh, their thoughts more weight. Right. And, and Jim, the, um, couple things. Uh, at Creative Site, we branched off from just being an SEO forum, um, because of my experience with usability. And at the time, there were no other usability forums out there. So I wanted to jump on that. And I believe we're still the leading, um, forums that offer usability and accessibility questions and answers and tools and discussions. We also have Joe Dolphin, who is extremely um, experienced. He's a moderator, um, experienced with accessibility, so we've got him. Um, I, and I do want to put in a plug for the moderators as well. Um, I think the moderators at Create-A-Site are exceptional, both, both the ones who served in the past and the ones who exist now. They're all pretty much well-known names as well. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was that at Create-A-Site, we also have the website hospital where you could do site testing, and that's an idea that other forums have picked up on. So I think it's a combination of just, you know, finding where your answers are answered in the way that you like and that you're treated with respect and consideration by the other members of, of the community. And, you know, eventually you just, it's like moving to a town. Where do you fit? Well, you, you sort of, you guided uh, the next question that, that I wanted to ask, because I, I decided before the show looked up, uh, you know, how was the site in the in the old archives? You know, what was it out of the gate? And right, you know, right on the on the front page is discussions about tables and, you know, rollovers and then this. Uh, fair enough, it was 2002, the archives. <laughs> Look at that, so that's where we're at. And now we're talking about, um, you know, usability and things like that. Where are things going? And, and really, let's touch on usability first, and then and then talk about you know, fifteen years. That's a long time for a forum. Is there another fifteen years? But before we go there, um, usability. I mean, this is a hot topic. Google's saying build for your users. Um, you know, there's evidence to support that. How important? And I guess I'll direct this at Kim first. How important now is usability as part of the discussion? And who decides what is usable and what's not? I mean, outside the like WAI and, and that sort of thing, but who decides what usability is and how important is it from an SEO perspective and just from a, from a conversion perspective? Well, the usability question could be like a whole entire dis separate discussion. Um, but just to make it short and sweet, we're a web development forums. So anything that relates to owning a website and building it and promoting it or discussed to create usability being one of those, you know, it's tucked underneath the rug kind of discussions. But, you know, Internet Marketing Ninjas has a whole persuasive design product. I mean, we, we do it as part of our services. And I, and I commend Jim for even, you know, opening that up as, as a company because more and more people recognize that if you're going to invest in, in marketing your website and building it, you want to build it right from the beginning. Uh, as far as the accessibility and the W, um, you know, World Wide Web Consortium and all that, um, we promote and offer advice 
on compliance both for accessibility and usability and human factors. There's a lot of data and case studies that I um, try to, you know, I ingest like cereal and um, share all of that information just to make sure that everybody's up to date and has a place to go. You know, they can put it all together. That's what I think Radiosite does, is we try to put the whole thing together for everybody. Well, that you know, that's a, that's a great segue to a question I have for Jim Boykin. Uh, Jim, um, and I, I've asked you this before on Webcology and I, th- I think on Webmaster Radio. Um, you're building an empire. You're, you're building the ninjas to, you know, to every, every couple of months, there's a, there's, the ninjas have done something else. And as Kim said, it seems that you're in a process of putting it all together. So I've got to ask, we've only got a couple minutes left, I've got to ask, can you tell us, what's next? What's up your sleeve? <laughs> I knew everything. Some, some things are secrets I can't say. But, uh, you know, you know, as you probably remember, like years ago, we were known as a link builder company, you know, and, and building links. And, yes, still... Uh, links is still an important role in it, but you know, as a company, we're trying to move into uh, being that full service company, which includes so many different aspects. So you know, going from you know, hey, we're the link building company to hey, you know, we're we offer everything. It's it's not an easy transition, and in order to be off to be able to offer everything, you you know, I had to bring in a lot more talent. Uh, for example, like Kim and uh, Kim and Chris here. Um, who have who have additional talents to help take our company to a new level? Um, the for the forums is something I just I believe so strongly in forums. I absolutely love forums. I think they're they're the best place to get an education and to uh, get involved within the community and to meet other people within the community. Um, you know, even with create a site, um, you know, what a, a few weeks ago we added in I think like seventy one free tools to it. Um, we're going to be starting the Google Hangouts, I believe, in a, a week or two here. Um, we're starting the newsletters as well. I think that comes out in, like, like in about a week as well. Um, so, you know, we're continuing to evolve the forums and do, you know, ideally uh, uh, even better, a little more updated, um, try and get people to return there, adding in other useful features. Um, so, you know, there's there's still so much that needs to uh, – that is on our plate now that we're working on that I don't need a whole lot of other uh, big things to take on my plate at the moment. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, you know, things like usability and, and Kim, you know, to be able to – you know, to be able to work with with Kim, who you know has always been a legend in my eyes, and you know the create a site community, and be able to uh, to give the assistance there. I mean, you know, the create the create a site forum is is much more than usability. But you know, one of the one of the interesting things about the create site forum and that there is a lot of usability on there is that it's such an important aspect of SEO now, and there's a lot of other communities that. They, they don't think about the usability. I mean, A, we all know it's, it's exactly. really important for the user and for the website, but 
B, it's part of the algorithm now for how you rank. So, it, so it, it it is an ex- extremely good aspect, you know, and to have to have that forum, which is you know talking about a lot of the the cutting edge uh, aspects of this, and then being being able to utilize Kim's talents to uh, to help our clients as well to have a better website is just uh, to me it's phenomenal. I I love it. Then what you guys are doing in in uh, New York State is phenomenal. It's, it's amazing to watch, uh, Jim. Jim, uh, you know, thanks for giving us a bird's eye view on, on watching the growth of the company. It's quite it's quite cool. Uh, we don't have a lot of time left. As a matter of fact, we got milliseconds left. So I'm just going to say thank you to Jim Boykin, Chris Boggs, and Kim Kressberg. Kim, uh, congratulations on 15 years. So here's to 15 more. And to the ninjas, congratulations on everything you guys have accomplished in the last couple of years. Here's to a hell of a lot more. Um, folks, no time for a fancy goodbye. On behalf of Dave Davis from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedge from the Jolly's Media. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back next week with another fast fix show. Stay tuned to Webmaster Radio all day long. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.